Shalom Abracha, we are up to Bracha's Perak Tes, Mishnah Gimel, and Dalit. In Mishnah Gimel, the Mishnah tells us that if someone builds a new house or if he buys new kalim, he gets new stuff. The Rav says, even if you have an old version of this thing, but now you got a new one, so it's still exciting, you make a Bracha of Shechayonu. In fact, the Mishnah tells us that someone makes a Bracha on bad things, even if there is a good element to it. For example, if his field gets flooded, so that's bad. However, there's a tremendous amount of nutrients that this field's going to get from this saturation of water, and next year it's going to have a great crop. He still makes a bracha on the ra, and vice versa. On something good that happens, even though there's an element of bad, he still makes a bracha on the good. An example of this, the rav says, if someone finds a, a metziah, so now he's, he's worth more money, though the IRS is going to be down his back, but he still has... That excitement, the simcha of having found that metziah, so he'll still make a bracha on the toiv. Next mission tells us that if someone davens for something that already happens, that's a tzfilas shav. In fact, Rebekah the Eger tells us that it's also to daven for something that already happened. The, Gemara, the Mishnah gives us an example. If a, a woman is pregnant and the, the husband davens that he wrote that, this, that it should be a boy, that's a tzfilas shav. We already know what uh, the, the gender is already decided by conception, the first 40 days, uh, we, there is room for the gender to change. We, we know this with Yosef and Dina. So during that time span, one can still daven for a specific gender. But afterwards, it's 100% decided. It's a tefillah shav to daven for one specific gender. If someone's coming back from a trip and he hears the screaming in the city, if he were to daven, to say, he wrote that, this, that these sounds should not be coming from a house, that's a tefillah shav. They either are or aren't. Well, the Gemara brings down a story that Hillel Azakin was able to say this tefillah because Hillel knew if someone knows that his house was mechanich, not to make screams like this, and that these sounds wouldn't be coming from a house, then he can say this tefillah. Now, in Mishnah Dalad, Mishnah tells us that if someone goes into a city, he should daven two tefillahs, and he should daven... Two tefillahs. On the way out, the two tefillahs are one for the way in, one for the way out. That's Tanakama. Ben Azai says there are four tefillahs. Two in, two out. The Rav explains that on the way in, he should daven, that he should have a safe trip, and he should come in Lashalem. And when he, act, when he finally gets into the city, he should say another tefillah, thanking Hashem that he made it there, Bishalem. And on the way out, again, daven that he should make it out. And Ben Azai teaches us that he should thank Hashem again, say a second tefillah, thanking Hashem that he made it out safely. There's stories of Gedalim that they give brachas and they never hear what the results were. And they ask, I think Rav Palm said, hey, you know, please come back, tell me, tell me when, there's, when there's ever good news. Don't forget, don't forget to thank Hashem. And the Mishnah finishes off saying that you are allowed to give hoidah on something that already happened. In fact, that's a very positive thing. And we're allowed to daven for the future. So hoidah on the past, tefillah on the future. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.